when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Record out of the laptop. Correct. So that's how, what we do here. We gotta just make it sound real nice. As we're, as we're podcast novices. I'm gonna switch hats. Are you? Yeah. To a more pod-friendly hat? Yeah. That is more pod-friendly. I change out of my I heart noxious weeds hat. You have to take that with because we, we're close to where that... And people, into, you into might the get, fedora. You might get hit, though, if you go to Yellowstone with that on. People's lives have been destroyed by noxious weeds. Anyway, ready for yeah. the the cool the cool. This one's not that bad. Yeah, I got I'm my it. pod hat on, and I'm ready for a cool question. Cool, Colton Jacobson. That is me, Noah Fitch. What is the most absurd thing you've been tricked into doing or believing? I don't think anything really. My initial response is going to be the Holocaust because I did, I panicked. I didn't have an actual answer. <laughs> I'm like fuck. <laughs> They got me in school. I, I did commit the Holocaust. <laughs> in school, they blamed they, me. They convinced me to commit the Holocaust. Yeah, for every, all throughout elementary, middle, and high school, the cause of the Holocaust was just me. I'm like, is everybody else taught this, or is this just me? Why am I, am I taught separately? Why am I in a separate room when yeah, we talk about the Holocaust? Is everyone taught that they're responsible, or is everyone taught I'm responsible? Yeah, or? what goes on in the other history classes? All the kids, all the teachers, everyone convinced me i did the holocaust 80 years ago yeah i believed him <laughs> still partially do haven't fully repressed i think that i memory. still might have yeah i'm not how am i to be certain of anything really man i don't eating that to harken back to what's the weirdest thing you've eaten eating that dog food thing the dog ice cream a pup cup if you will Okay, so you're being asked a question about what's the weirdest thing you you've were been tricked into doing or believing. Tricked into doing or believing. And you're saying... Is eat dog ice cream. But you are bringing up a question that we've already answered, and Correct. you're giving the same answer. I haven't been tricked into doing really much, or believing Me other either. things. So Because everything I've been tricked into believing, I still believe! I- <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think it's that joke. Even after people have told me it's a joke, I'm still believing them. Yeah. Because I can't understand humor. I am 100% positive that Isaac Newton... What are Newton, you, Magic Johnson? <laughs> Isaac Newton invented... The apple. <laughs> the Holocaust. <laughs> the problem is, is it was a... The Holocaust is a term for, like, mass killings of shit. And now there's just there's just one now. You've heard of Holocaust deniers? I'm a Holocaust supplier. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to Holocaust. If you type in Holocaust, it talks about the fucking Jewish one. And then you go to Holocaust definition. And it's just destruction or slaughter on a mass scale, especially caused by fire or nuclear war. So us killing the Japanese was a Holocaust. That's you never taught. What a nuclear war? Why would a definition include nuclear war if it's never happened? In case it does. They already know what to call it. Is it because of Hollywood for a nuclear holocaust? Ho- that's, they- a, that's a holocaust. Ho- oh, it's a yeah. different thing. Then they put up a sign. I'm waiting for the holocaust. Fu- I'm waiting for the future where someone comes out with a product like a holo tape, and I say, "How much does that holocaust?" Like there's a bunch of skin lamps, and they just look at me and they say, "You can't say that." I'll, I'll shave the famously the Jews have been slaughtered for the last thirty years, and you know it. Will you trade me that holotape for a lamp I made out of the skin off my arm? <laughs> That's <laughs> like yeah. money. Yeah, well, skin. I, I, so I, yeah. <laughs> 
Ed Gein's gonna be the most famous and then you, you merchant. Go, you go to like a bookie, and people are like watching some sort of sports game or a horse race, a horse race or a dog race, if you will. Yeah, what, in yeah. the future they mostly race dogs. What have you? And then someone comes. Barney Wiener's there. Yeah, <laughs> someone comes over to you and they go, "How much skin you got in this game?" That horse that that guy's riding, all graft of my left thigh. I made that horse. Uh, yeah, he's all glue and me. <laughs> <laughs> that jockey's also made of me because he's my son. That's not, how, that's not how that works. That jockey's just a smaller me. That jockey is me because he's my son. You're talking to another jockey while in the race. <laughs> <laughs> you're on you're the horse <laughs> you're on the horse and you're looking at the tv <laughs> the jockey is me you're tied yourself and number eight in last place that jockey is me you're be, so happy about it'd it it'd be hard to ride a horse as your whole left leg would be graft to build the horse so really you can't really straddle it well and you're not even paying attention to the race that you're watching me. the giant you tv you do the gates open and you just sit there and look at the tv that's me they point at you they're like we don't understand why he hasn't started moving that's me <laughs> you're, you're like mic'd up they're talking the announcers are talking to you What's going on? You having problems? That's me. That's me. On the you look at the TV. I'm on it. Hi, mom. Hi, daddy. <laughs> yeah, so probably probably racing in the Kentucky Derby. What's That's the that, weirdest thing you've been that taught. Leg skin horse that I've been duped into doing. How much leg skin you got in this race? <laughs> My entire leg. How much leg shin? <laughs> what? You ready for the next leg shin? Yes. <laughs> another question okay i'm ready for another question actually the, these make were, it a leg question the cool thing is is that question wasn't that bad i'm excited the problem is my hopes are now it's up there and your hopes are about to get dashed just like a uh uh cool uh just read the tally. next question all right you know, not everything has to be a joke what you know? is something that's true that nobody agrees with you on if you the holocaust <laughs> I don't think this is... It definitely happened, and I did it. Is there anything that anybody could objectively say that they're the only fucking people that believe it? That well, you can't find anybody to agree with you people on? People are really Somebody's not just gonna into... Somebody's just going to say just going to play devil's advocate and agree with you on, thus invalidating your answer. People are really so, not into it when I tell them that the Earth is square. It's a cube. <laughs> that is true. And it Cubed is Earth true. theory. It is, it's 100% There's true. I've seen it. Earth times itself times itself. You ever seen Minecraft? No. Those are cubes. That is true. And therefore, spheres. the Earth is cubish. It is, it is hard to build a building out of spheres, though. Yeah. And it's it be just it, as yeah, hard to build a planet a out of spheres. a spherical building? And you're like, no. Even domes aren't. They're like half circles. They're yeah. not spheres. You think the Earth is a half circle? That's dumb. That is dumb. That's a That'd cube. be cool. It'd be cool if it was. Don't get me wrong. It, I it want it still, to be a half circle. But it is still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. You can say it'd be cool, but admit still that it's. I dumb. do want the Earth to be a semi-sphere. Yeah. I want the Earth to be a semi-sphere. Cut into hemispheres. Whoa. Yeah. But it's not because that's dumb. So that that's the one thing you believe that people don't. I do. I personally believe this is my take. This is this you is my should. Socratic thought process. Is that something can be cool. But that doesn't mean it can't also be dumb and illogical. Yeah, that's true. You should, uh... I should write that down, you're right. We were... <laughs> <laughs> you have a, 
fucking meditations by your bedside. I should get my own play doh to be my scribe. Uh, You want to be my play doh? No. Okay. I'm not a puddy. How we're going to need, we don't need, but our friend is worried with the whole defensive bears and such for this wilderness adventure thing. We're going on a road trip. I don't know if we really talked about it that much. And we're worried about bear spray. I'm like, we just bring a gun. Why would we bring fucking bear spray? I I actually would bring a bear. Do you think that also works? It's hard for one to attack when you have one. That's right. Boo-boo! Pick a nick a biscuit! <laughs> Smack the shit out of him. That's the bear I would bring. If you, instead of water, hooked up a sprinkler system, but with... To fire. But with bear spray. Oh. Do you think it would spray people walking by? Like, if you lived in the in town... Yes. And had people, like, walk on the sidewalk, they're like, oh, don't get wet! It's I think bear I think you'd have the police knocking so on your door real fast. How would they get to my door? There's bear spray in the sprinklers. <laughs> that's your that's your home alone defense. I have a system. hose of it connected to the sprinkler, and it's. <laughs> I have a fucking tank of bear spray. How do you even get that much bear pressurized spray. in his room? That would cost you tens of thousands so of dollars. Expensive. Well, at least the sprinklers are off, and they knock on my door. Oh fuck! You give them, you lull them into a false sense of security. You turn the sprinklers off. They walk all the way to your door, and then you flip it on, and it starts spraying the door and the entire walk back. You're like, now what are you gonna do, dummy? Either you run back through that, or you break into my house. And I'm not legally necessary. It's not necessary for me to quarter police officers. Yeah, I've the law third amendment. (laughs) And then you could just. Oh, I thought it was water. You just play ignorance. <laughs> I think bear spray is a placebo. It's I, just I water. I bought it online thinking it was a brand of water. I'll it taste some You think right it now. hurts your eyes. It tastes awful. Why do you think I'm spraying it out of the hose? Because I don't want to drink it. Take a shower in my house. You don't think I do this? You don't think I think it's water and then try your shower and it's bear spray? <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> All you gotta do is say I bought it in bulk because I thought it would taste good. I tried it one time and I didn't like it, so I've been dumping it into the hose to get rid of it. I bought a bunch of bear spray, but I don't have any bears to spray. It's killing my grass. <laughs> <laughs> the lawn is completely dead. The homeowners association hates me, but they're also secretly just a bunch of bears. It's one of those ads on a website. The homeowners association hates this man. Yeah, it's Goldilocks. <laughs> She's eating a bunch of bear oatmeal. Isn't that how the story goes? Yeah, she eats a bunch of bear oatmeal, and then she sleeps in a bunch of bear beds. What am I trying to think? Like, the with a deeper... Yeah, I guess that would be... Deeper meaning behind Goldilocks' folk story? Here is some information for... Pe- beggars can be choosers. And the three bears. According to Wikipedia, Goldilocks' fate varies in the many retellings. Great. In some versions, she runs into the forest. In some, she is almost eaten by the bears, but almost. her mother rescues her. In some, oh. she vows to be a good child, and in some, she returns home. So nothing bad happens. She runs into the forest. Cool. I think the moral of that story is actually beggars can be choosers. I can't remember how it goes. Goldilocks wanders into the house The original and version oatmeal. of the tale tells of an obscene old woman. Obscene old woman. I thought it was a girl. Original version, I guess. Who enters the forest home of three anthropomorphic bachelor bears while they are away. She eats some of their porridge, sits down in one of their chairs, and breaks it. She's fat, too, and sleeps in one of their beds. I'd probably take a nap if I sat in somebody's chair and broke it. I'd be a little low on the self-esteem. Yeah, it's like, maybe I should stay here. <laughs> <laughs> you vandalize somebody and it's like, I'm going to wait until they come up so I I'm can I'm going to eat it. their food, I'm going to break their chair, then I'm going to take a four-hour power nap. 
When the bears return and discover her, she wakes up, jumps out of the window, and is never seen again. It's like that guy that was at, at Jesus' crucifixion and, like, left with his robes or whatever. That naked guy. Can we just imagine for a second that they're not bears? These are just people, right? They have Goldilocks that, that Robin Williams the- chest hair thing where they're way too furry. Goldilocks tries the door. The door is unlocked. Yeah. Okay? She walks in. Well, it's on Goldilocks. <laughs> She walks in, there's just food sitting on the table, which means, and it's like hot. It's warm food. They just left and they are not planning to be gone for very long. She does not belong here. She should not even be in here. She sits down and eats out of all three of the bowls, by the way, because one's too hot, one's too cold, and one is just right. She eats out of all three of the bowls. And then she says, hmm. I'm going to sit down now. I've been standing this entire time I've been eating this porridge. I'm going to sit down. There's only three chairs in this house. One is too hard, one is too soft, and then one is just Just right. right. She sits in it and it breaks. And she says, oh no, I hope no one's going to notice. This is really bad. Maybe I should leave. Or I noticed in the other room there's three beds. I could try to sleep in all three I can take a quick nap. They're definitely not. And then get be, out of here before they come back. By the t- yeah, but if they just made food, they're definitely just making it to leave it here, so I have time to nap. That one was really hot, <laughs> so they're probably waiting for it to cool down. <laughs> and then they come home, the original- and there's just a woman sleeping in their bed. <laughs> the original story is they return to discover her. She wakes up, jumps out of the window, and is never seen again. The second version replaces the old woman with a young girl named Goldilocks, and the third, and by far best known, replaces a bachelor trio with a family of three. Yeah, the bachelor trio of bears probably just would have fucked the girl, let's be real. If I know anything about bachelor bears. My biggest fear- I just don't get the- what's the fucking meaning? My biggest fear isn't walking into my house and finding out I've been robbed. It's walking into my house and finding a crazy homeless woman sleeping in my bed. And then she sees me and then breaks through my window and runs away. Yeah, right? It's just (laughs) stupid. The child psychologist, whatever, Bruno Bettelheim, describes Goldilocks as a poor, beautiful, and charming- and notes that the story does not describe her positively except for her hair. She has golden locks. Bettelheim mainly discussed the tale in terms of Goldilocks' struggle to move past Oedipal issues to confront adolescent identity problems. Imagine that being your job. Imagine... Psychologically analyzing... Imagine if you lived in, like, Norway, and you work in your entire life because the number one food that everyone wants to eat is a golden lock. What is a lock? Like a fish? Yeah. Probably. This one's stupid. It's kind of like a tale of the three little pigs of a cautionary tale of wandering off and exploring unknown territory. Lox is a fillet of brined salmon. Ugh. Tartar points out but you get, But it's going to be covered in gold. It's a golden lox. That the tale is typically framed today as a discovery of what is, and in quotes, just right. But for earlier generations, it was a tale about an intruder who could not control herself when encountering the possessions of others. It's just weird. It's just a... Yeah, I don't... Where the brothers Grimm need to make this shit. Somebody hit those guys up. Yeah. Which one's the ugly duckling? The which, one which that's bear gross. is the ugly duckling? The one that makes you want to vomit. Once the little girl entered the tale, she remained suggesting ch- children prefer an attractive child in the story rather than an ugly old woman. Well, duh. The juvenile antagonist saw a succession of names. Silver hair in the, in the pantomime Harlequin and the three bears. No, they, they figured out the goldie. What about stars. Little Miss... Tuffet, who sat on a Muppet. I <laughs> killed Kermit. <laughs> yeah, Little Miss by Choo Choo TV. 
Ready, listeners? <laughs> there's, there's a squeaky ladybug. Oh no, she's hot. She's not. <laughs> Isn't she like eight? Yeah, she's not. She's an ugly kid. <laughs> what is a toughet? Not curds and not way. No way. Spider looks actually pretty cool. Spider's hot. Spider. Lo- <laughs> she she just threw the bowl of curds and whey. The spider waved and she freaked out. What the fuck is this? Look at him. He's eating it now. Spider. What is he? Goldilocks. She's just a bully. Little Miss Duffet's a cunt, actually. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> After a spider was in it. <laughs> it sounds like the spider is not a great guy either. And they make friends? They're, 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 I guess that's a cool... Something's not seeming right then, about this. There's some weird gaslighting going on. This is where we explore nursery rhymes. This is the nursery rhyme episode. What about nursery rhymes? <laughs> oh, she was fatter and uglier in the original 1901 edition. And instead of a spider, it's an, another ugly child boy. Oh, a child boy? No, there is a spider in this one. The spider looks fucking cool. That's huge. Yeah, it's a giant spider. There came a great spider. Yeah, it's a great spider in that one. I would be a, a scared of that one. The rhyme has, for over a century, attracted discussion as to the proper meaning of the word tuffet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, this one, it turns into a little spider. And the, later in the United States example, whey was replaced with pie. Why? But curds was kept in. Curds and pie? Fucking pure. <laughs> Who's eating curds and pie? What the fuck? That's, yeah, that doesn't work. I guess who's eating whey? Yeah, that's, it's like dairy protein. You you have to do chemistry to get it, I think. You got curds and you like, you put poor whey into it like it's cereal. God, I think there's a recipe. What the heck is curds and whey? There we go. It's just cottage cheese, I think. Is that all of it? Why couldn't they? Curds are by blah, 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 byproduct of coagulating milk, blah, blah, blah. The yeah. liquid that is left over after the curds are drained is called whey. So it's just cottage cheese. And a spider's in your fucking cottage cheese, and you're like, I do want more. <laughs> I mean, it's cottage cheese. You have to. As cottage cheese is sometimes enjoyed as a snack, light meal, or dessert today, especially topped with fruit, curds and whey was a relatively typical snack when the nursery rhyme was first published. Time to figure out, what is a tuffet? What is a nursery rhyme? A tuft or clump of something, a footstool or low seat. Oh, a low seat. And in Little Miss Muffet sat on a low seat, and eating it, her cottage cheese. In the rhyme. I could make a new... <laughs> I could make a new nursery rhyme. In the rhyme, it was just a giant mushroom. That's pretty cool. Not really a tuffet, but also not... I would say it's a bit of a tuffet. Set on a mushroom works. You know, because when I um, break... Actually, they change it to pie. When I break my bones every other weekend, uh, when I was younger, my dad would always say, tuffet. You're like that guy that Spongebob gives chocolate to. Yeah. 
Have we talked about SpongeBob on this podcast before? It's now a thing. It's replaced 9-11 the musical with the Sponge Show. 9-11 the musical? <laughs> we gotta work on that. That'd be my... Our, if we can get that on Broadway. Is that gonna be our magnum opi? Yeah. That's the plural We're of opus. We're changing it. Because of pi. Actually, Not a lot of people know what I way think, is. I think opus might be plural. <laughs> Opum would be the non-plural one. I also don't know how Latin works. So I could just be dumb. Opus. Opus. Any artistic work, especially one on a large scale. And magnum means greatest. It is a, a wine bottle of twice or standard size, normally one and a half liters. That's what it means. Oh, so one and a half liters of an artwork is a magnum opus? Correct. Very cool. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, I'm magnum opine. 9-11 the musical. Yeah. And the terrorists have a really heartwarming part. <laughs> it makes you, it really is a tearjerker. Yeah, where they thank the U.S. government for paying for their flight schools. <laughs> I lived down in Florida, man, and now I am a Florida man. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go hit the Pentagon, you hit the field. I'm in love with Allah, but also Dick Cheney. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. This goes in depth. As they're like on the plane, and they're all like... They're taking their hats off and, like, dancing and, like, tap dancing. They're going, Allahu Akbar and Allahu Akbar. God is great. <laughs> They're singing it in the background as someone else is doing, like, a soliloquy. So stupid. <laughs> There's as many acts of that musical as there is in uh, the towers for floors. <laughs> How many towers? Last, last, last question. Personal, as long as, as, question. as long as somewhere in the musical, there's a chant that's North Tower, Best Tower, North Tower, Best Tower. I'll be totally okay with it. How many floors do you think the Twin Towers had? Which one? Both of them. They have the same amount. Both have the same amount? Yeah. Um, Because they were twins. One just had a weird antenna coming out of the top Correct. of it. Uh, they had 94 floors. 110. I was close 16 off it turns out a plane hit them oh when 1993 during the bombing of the 9-11 towers the new one just looks like shit how come we're not talking about that no one's everyone forgot the 1993 bombing in the parking garage in the parking garage yeah nobody cares that wasn't a big enough hint (laughs) as to what was gonna happen that happened eight years prior nobody did anything about it so stupid. What if that weakened the in- the integrity of the building and that's the reason it collapsed? That's my conspiracy. Yeah, planes didn't even hit it. Planes actually missed the tower, but it just collapsed after eight years of being unsteady. Oh, this guy's famous for building the Burj Khalifa, which nobody lives in because it's shit. When are we going to destroy Dubai? Well, I don't know why people make towers that tall. Isn't it like... It's impossible to run plumbing in that thing. In the Twin Towers, too, there was... You would get motion sickness. Oh, because the sway? Yeah, because the tower was so tall it would sway in the wind. I believe it. And that's why... What's the one... It was when... If you worked on, like, one of the higher floors of the building... If you're brand new to the company, you would get a window seat, which like most of the time you're like, oh, I want a window seat because I get something to look at. But people are like, I don't want to be near the window because then I get motion sickness. But if I'm in the middle of the building, I can't see. It was a weird, fun little tidbit fact. Yeah, we should do. We should, let's just build a taller tower. 
What separates we did. a tower from a... Do you think there's a taller radio tower? The World tower? Trade Center is taller than the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Radio tower... I want to see if a the, radio... Wait, hang on. The World Trade Center is the Twin Towers. Yeah, not. I, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I meant the Idiot. Freedom Tower. Idiot. <laughs> World's tallest structure. Okay, so this radio tower is taller than the Burj Khalifa. Never mind. It's not. The tower is taller than this thing. What the that fuck? That doesn't make sense. How? It's it's easier to have a tall building that you don't need to use the top of, right? It just feels like cheating when it's a tower and then there's a thing. Like you can't count. There's the just thing. a giant needle coming yeah, out of you the top. Fucking cheater. <laughs> What is it even for? Is it just to add height? 2120. How many feet is this? Burj Khalifa is 2,700 feet. Jesus Christ. That's half a mile. That's taller than Mount Neverest. Just under. It's the shorter Mount Everest. What the fuck is this? I looked up the tallest radio tower in the world and whatever, and I'm fucking reading about it. And it was the world's tallest structure from 1974 until it collapsed. So it's not even fucking standing. Why is there a Wikipedia on that? Status. Collapsed. Dead. Ooh. Yeah, wait, fuck you, Poland. Come on. What is this? That's ridiculous, then, that that's so far above everything. Dubai is crazy. Ooh, there's a place in North Dakota where there's a, a T. A what? What is this? The mass, blah, 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 blah. Mainly because the height of the mass, which made it the tallest structure in the world, surpassing the KVLY TV mast in Blanchard, North Dakota. If you go here and you look at this, this thing doesn't look very tall, but it says 2,000 feet. But if you look at that, that doesn't look like 2,000 feet. Uh, that's just because it's really far away. You're probably right. Let's go see this thing. When are we building an obelisk right next to the Washington Monument that's taller, is all I'm saying. We call it the Washington Tallument. Yeah. I think that would have been good instead of... And then we of... duct tape them together so they can't fall. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it immune to planes. Yeah. This is anti-plane. Yeah. We just... What a... We, we put that block that the Muslims pray to by it. Like we can't Mecca? Hit it. We just make a tall Mecca. I don't know if that would go over very well. Hey, guys. It's we're, impossible to fly into. We, we go to Israel and we grab it. We're like, hey, guys. We're you just, think it's in Israel? We're just moving it. Isn't it? No. Well, it's in Mecca, right? I don't think it's in Israel. Isn't that? Israel's the holy land. It's in land. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, for fucking Jews. For everyone. That's no, why no, people no, are no, fighting no, no, over no, no, it constantly. No, 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 no. The Great Mosque of Mecca is in Saudi Arabia. Mecca is a city in Saudi Arabia. It's considered the holiest city in Islam. The Kaaba. That's what it's called. The cube. Yeah, Mecca is the name of the, the, the city. The Kaaba literally means the cube. <laughs> What's inside? That's got to be a thing. What's inside? Isn't it just a solid the cube? The Kaaba. The interior contains nothing but three pillars supporting the roof and a number of suspended silver and gold lamps. Oh, is there a picture? There is a picture. So it's not solid. There's a bunch of, like, cool shit in there. What's inside the cube seems like something National Treasure would do if they weren't afraid of Muslims. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I hope everybody has learned a lot. This is a very educational episode. Brought to you by Ishmael. I think he, he built the cube. The Kaaba was rebuilt several times throughout history, most famously by Ibrahim and his son Ishmael. So we did it. We did it. We we fixed the earth before we get centralized digital currency and Bill Gates feeding us slop. I would eat some Bill Gates slop, I'll be I honest. Wouldn't. I will not even Only say that. Only if he say makes that it joke. himself. Oh, the, the house where Muhammad was born, they still have. Never mind, it's a library now. They built a library over where Muhammad was born. Hey, you want to see a cool thing I can do with the hat? 
Whoa. Yeah. That was like a dab, but for hats. It was a hat dab, kind of. It was like a Michael Jackson move of putting the hat on. Hopefully you stop there with your impersonation of Michael Jackson before it gets to homosexual pedophilia. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Come here, little boy. Anyway, yeah, once you hit um, Michael Jackson impersonations on the podcast, it's kind of a sign to end it, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a good time to time to go to the Neverland Ranch, or whatever it's called. <laughs> I think that's what it was called. Good. Yeah, yeah, when we're talking about Michael Jackson, we just gotta stop, so I'm gonna call it. Unless you have something to say that's not Michael Jackson related. Um, got nothing. No, I'm I'm only thinking about Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that's the only thing too. I can think about. This is hell. All right, yeah, we're gonna. He's, s- this guy's the new Michael Jackson. He lives with the kids at Neverland Ranch. <laughs> Ronald Wayne Burkle. Yeah, okay, we're gonna. That's s- him. We're gonna stop. <laughs> This has been a ZHG production.